$100 MBA show where we get down to business to help your business every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. And today's episode is a must-read episode. On our must-read episodes, I share with you a book that I have read that has greatly influenced me as an entrepreneur. I share with you some of its takeaways, its insights, and why you should read it too. Today's must-read is How to Stop Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. Anything that has Dale Carnegie's name on it, you should read. This guy's a master at personal development and business development. His book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, is probably the number one book that people recommend to each other. And this book, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living, is a hidden gem. My business partner and partner in life, Nicole, read this book first, absolutely loved it, and she told me, you got to read this book. Fired up my Kindle and made sure I got into it. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you some incredible takeaways from this book, like how to live in day-tight compartments to make sure you don't overwhelm yourself, how important sleep is when it comes to worrying, how to cooperate with the inevitable, how to try to solve your problem logically, and I'll give you the steps that he shares, how keeping busy can help you stop worrying, as well as how to stop thinking or worrying about the past. If you're an entrepreneur, you're a doer, you're a thinker, and sometimes that means worrying. But worrying can be a serious setback for you personally and professionally. So I want to share with you some of Dale's insights in his book and inspire you to read it as well. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is brought to you by 2020. You know that stock photo look you hate? Like how all the models have that creepy dead behind the eye smiles. 2020 lets you buy millions of authentic real-world photos for your business. They look like they came from a social media account you're jealous of, and they are proven to increase your brand image. And now you can get five photos plus one week free trial at 2020.com slash MBA. That's the word 20, the number two, the number zero.com slash MBA to get your first five photos free. Like I said before, Dale Carnegie is a master. Anything that he writes is going to be worth reading. And his book, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living, is a great example of how Dale is able to break down complex ideas and to be able to offer practical strategies to help you with those issues. Here's some quick stats. Research shows that 40% of the things we worry about never happen. And 30% has already happened. So what are we worrying about? (laughs) The point is, is that a lot of this is just a mind game. And yes, there are stresses in life, but there's only a certain amount of things you can do in life. There's only a certain amount of control you have over things. And that's what this book is all about, how to really manage worry, understanding what you control and what you don't control. This is really illustrated in a section that he calls living in day tight compartments. This is where he stresses to only worry about what's happening today. That's all you can control. That's all you have, really, the moment. So really, when you wake up in the morning and you're faced with challenges in your business, in your life, just try to solve today's problems. Don't worry about what's coming ahead so much, what might or might not happen. That puts a lot of strain and tax on your brain, and it takes away a lot of energy. Some of us, we get to the end of the day and we're absolutely spent, exhausted, And a lot of that has to do with the mental energy we spend worrying. 
What if my competition does this? What if this doesn't work out? What if that deal falls through? All you could do is do your best and worry about the task at hand right now today. He also mentions sleep and how important sleep is. And he says something so profound. It's so simple, but it's so profound. He says, try to rest before you get tired. Everything seems worse when you're exhausted. And this is so true. When I'm completely tired and really out of energy and I need to solve a problem, that problem is so magnified. It seems so big and such a big problem. Often when I wake up the next morning, I ask myself, why was I so stressed out about that? It wasn't such a big deal. It wasn't the end of the world. But when you're tired, everything feels like that. So he says, get some rest, go to bed before you get to that point. And I can't agree more. I know as entrepreneurs, we're go-getters and we wish we didn't have to sleep. But sleep is a part of our biology. We have to sleep. We have to recharge our batteries so we can take on the next day. It's a form of fuel for us. So we got to make sure that we give ourselves that. And in my case, I know that I'm asking for trouble if I don't get enough sleep. If I'm exhausted, there's just going to be a lot of problems and problems are going to seem bigger. He also mentions how to cooperate with the inevitable. There are things you can't control, things you cannot change. You have to accept them and plan on how you're going to deal with them. A good example is a financial crash. When the economy takes a turn for the worse, a lot of businesses, especially like real estate, they take a major dip. This is the nature of economies. This will happen. You cannot control this. So you have to plan accordingly. You have to deal with it accordingly. Maybe this is a good time to wait for so you can buy property when prices are low. Take things as they are and deal with them as they are. This is going to help you stress and worry a lot less. Another great takeaway from this book I absolutely love is dealing with your problems face on logically. And he tells you to follow three simple steps. And I want to give you these steps right now when you're faced with something you're worried about. Number one, you ask yourself the question, what's the worst that can happen? You got to really ask yourself this question, imagine and really live out in your head and your emotions. What's the worst that can happen in this situation? A lot of times we're going to be surprised. It's actually not that bad. But even if it's bad, that's what leads us to step two, prepare to accept the worst. I love the way that's phrased. Prepare to accept the worst. Just be ready to be like, hey, if that happens, I got to be okay with it and just accept it. That could happen. And then number three, think about improving that situation. If that worst case scenario happens, how can I just improve upon that situation, make things a little bit better for me? And that's it. It kind of puts you at ease when you go through those three steps. Ask yourself the question, what's the worst that can happen? Prepare to accept that that can actually happen. And then ask yourself, how can I improve that situation? How can I make it a little bit easier on me if that happens? So if the situation does go south and it does happen, you're prepared. You're already mentally prepared and you're not stressed out. And if it doesn't, great. You're all good. He also mentions the power of gratitude in this book. And I know this is cliche and you heard about gratitude a billion times before, but it's really powerful when it comes to worrying. When you focus on what you're grateful for, what you're happy to have, it often helps you stop focusing on what might happen that's bad. And for most of us, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably in a situation where you should be incredibly grateful. Even if you're in a tight financial situation, even if you're not in the ideal situation right now in your life, 
you have opportunities that a lot of people in this world would die for. There are actual people that have died for these opportunities. That's not just an expression. And you don't have to look far. I know I can look at my own parents and they would say, I wish I had the opportunities you had or have now. So taking time to be grateful, reflecting on the small gifts you have in life that mean so much, whether it's your friends, your family, your health, the fact that you can move around, the fact that you can actually be self-sufficient, having a healthy mind, all that stuff is so powerful. With it, you can do a lot of things in life. If you're young, be very grateful you're young. You've got a lot of years ahead of you. You've got lots of time. Time is a priceless asset. And in some ways, we're all young. We have more years ahead of us than others. So be grateful. Another great insight from this book is don't worry about the past. What's done is done. Your job is to look at the past, learn from it, and move on. You got to just take the lesson and move on. Just don't make that mistake again. Don't worry about it anymore after that. Understand that problems, stresses, issues, challenges, these are rites of passage. You have to go through them to get where you want to go. You got to learn the hard way sometimes. Learn from it and don't worry about it. Don't bring yourself down. Don't uh, kind of make yourself feel bad and say, oh, I was so stupid. That was so ignorant of me. I can't believe I did that. A lot of people do that to themselves and they often equate the past with the future. They say, well, if that happened in the past, then that's what's going to happen to me in the future. No, the past is the past. Move on. And then once you learn the lesson, don't think about it anymore. Don't go back and think about those hard times anymore. Keep going forward. Guys, I have two more takeaways I want to share with you from this book, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. But before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Support for today's show comes from Microsoft Teams. Microsoft Teams is your hub for teamwork in Office 365. We run a remote team and we have teammates all across the world, so it can get really hectic sometimes with time zones and email and all different kinds of apps. With so much to look after, wouldn't it be great just to have one place to look? Microsoft Teams is that single workplace where you can work, share, and connect with people in your work life. Teams brings together chats, meetings, files, and apps all in one place. No more chaos, guys. Take teamwork where you work with apps for mobile and desktop. So whether you're sprinting towards a deadline or sharing your next big idea, Teams can help you and your team achieve even more. Microsoft Teams in Office 365. Visit office.com slash teams to learn more. If you're experiencing a lot of worry in your life, a lot of anxiety, one of the best cures is to keep busy. If you're focused on a project, if you're busy on a project, if you're working on things, it's hard to have your mind drift off and think about things that make you worry. By staying busy, you keep your mind occupied. An idle mind is very dangerous. That's not to say you shouldn't take breaks or rest. Rest is very important. But if you find yourself worrying, daydreaming, having a lot of anxiety, maybe you're not busy enough. You need to stay focused and work on what you're working on. Stay on track, stay busy. And the last takeaway I want to share with you from this amazing book is if you're trying all these different strategies and it's helping, but you really want something to take you over the edge, one of the best ways to reduce stress and worry less is actually to help others, to create happiness for others. Research shows that doing good deeds activates the part of the brain, the neurotransmitters that have to do with feeling good, feeling positive feelings. And this decreases stress. 
This is biology speaking. This is not woo-woo stuff here. So volunteering, helping other people, mentoring. If you want to mentor somebody who's a few steps behind you as an entrepreneur, that's a great way for you to give back and help other people in need. It doesn't have to be flying over to Africa and building schools or feeding the hungry. That's wonderful and that's great, but that's not the only altruism you can do. You can do it from home. You can do it from your computer. You can do it in your local community. And those neurotransmitters, they're going to fire. And you're also going to get perspective, which is priceless. All right, that wraps up today's lesson. I highly recommend you pick up this book, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. It's a classic. It's an easy read. He's a fantastic writer uh, and very approachable. Like The book is very well written and very practical. I really love his style of writing. If you love The $100 MBA Show, take two minutes and leave us a rating and review. We read every single one. We highly appreciate it. It lets us know what you love about the show. It also lets others know what you love about the show so they can subscribe too. And remember, everybody who leaves us an iTunes rating and review enters our weekly random draw we call Free Ride Friday, where we give away a lifetime membership to one of our programs. This month, we're giving away Easy Course, our 30-day course on how to launch an online course. It's a $500 value course that we sell over at easycourse.co, but you can win it for free by leaving us an iTunes rating and review, so do it now. All right, before I go, I want to leave you with this. Dale Carnegie is one of the founders of personal development and business development. So when you get your hands on a classic, you got to devour it. His work really shaped a lot of the modern books that we see today, the New York Times bestsellers of the world. And books like this are timeless. It doesn't matter what era you're in, it's going to help you. So even if a book is written a whole bunch of decades ago, it's still relevant because the principles are golden. All right, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode where we discuss how to reduce meetings in your business. Meetings can be a huge time suck, not only for you, but for your employees. And time is money, people. So how can you reduce the number of meetings you have, as well as the length of the meetings you have when you have them? We get into that in tomorrow's episode. Hit subscribe so you don't miss it. I'll check you then. Take care.